Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. This is Michelle with the Adventures of Living, and Happy New Year. Today is January 8th of 2022, and we are having so much changes. There's so many changes in our country. There's so many changes in our communities. COVID is still an issue. Um, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But today, I want to talk about the word literally. This word is being exploited, I feel. And today, I'm going to exploit the heck out of it. So stick around. I wanted to give you some advice, too, that I learned. Um, I might have said this in another podcast. I'd have to go back and listen. But you are able to, in your podcast um, listening device, whoever you play your podcast through, to play your podcasts at a faster speed. And I think this is amazing because you can listen to your podcast at one speed, regular speed, or 1.5. Some of them you can go up to two or three times the speed. So it gets rid of the, it helps get rid of those awkward pauses. And if you have somebody that talks slow, then it speeds it up and you get the episode done quicker. So just wanted to give you some advice if you did not already know that. So stick around and we will be right back, literally. Welcome back to The Adventures of Living. This is Season 3, Episode 1, Literally. So the definition of literally, if you were to just Google it, um, the informal definition is used for emphasis or to express strong feeling while not being literally true. So I used an example on my social media account the other day where I say something to the effect of, I am so hungry, I could eat a whole pizza. If I were to talk to you in that manner without using the word, you would probably believe me and find it to be true. But in today's, probably for the last few years, we've been hearing this word for a long time. And I'm not going to say who made it trendy to say it, but I think that we all kind of bought into that and we hear our friends say it. It's just like any other words that get used as filler words, I'm going to call them. So we start using it in all of our sentences. So now I'm going to say, I am so hungry, I could literally eat a whole pizza. Now, if I said that, you would probably believe me just as much as you would have if I didn't say that. Everybody is saying it. I see it so, or not see it, I hear it so much. And it's, like I said, it's getting exploited and overused. Now, I did a tiny bit of research on this word. Because again, I want my podcast to be my own opinions, um, my own perspective. But I just wanted to look it up and see that actually Mark Twain and Scott F. Scott Fitzgerald and James Joyce, they used the word literally in their writing and used it on a minimal scale. So when we look back at um, some of the older books that were written, um, something like Mark Twain would describe Tom Sawyer as literally rolling in wealth or 
um, F. Scott Fitzgerald remarked that Jay Gatsby literally glowed. Um, James Joyce wrote about Mozart, um, a Mozart piece that was literally knocking everything else into a cocked hat. So, but that that's old fashioned writing. Um, people spoke differently when those authors were writing. I feel like our English language is deteriorating exponentially and it's getting worse and worse with the more technology that we have because people, even if you have a great circle of friends, people don't talk to each other as much as we did before, say like in the 80s. You probably text a lot or you communicate with your friends via social media. Yeah, that's, we've got Charlie sitting here with us today. He just woke up. So I, for one, use that word often. And I think I use it because I've heard it from other people and you just kind of pick it up as linguistics go over time. Somebody might say a word that, that you like and you're going to start mimicking it, copying it, whatever. It works in your vocabulary. I, for one, am peeved by it. You got to stop, buddy. You can't touch that. He's grabbing the microphone. So when I hear somebody say literally in their sentence, it doesn't necessarily bother me. But if it's this, if the same person, maybe they have a conversation and it's a paragraph long. So we're talking like, four, that's another one I say a lot, like four, eight, 10 sentences long. And in every other sentence is the word literally. You kind of, the credibility of that person kind of starts going away to me in my personal opinion. So what do you think? Do you think that the word literally is being overused? Is it being underused or is it being even used correctly? Are we using that word in the correct manner that it should be used? I am going to try, and this is not my um, New Year's resolution, but I'm going to try to use that word less because I want you to know if I'm talking to you as a friend, a family member, an acquaintance, a stranger at the grocery store, that my words mean something. And I don't need to add the word literally in every sentence for you to be conveyed about what I'm saying. So with that said... What do you, what's your word? Do you have a trigger word that when you hear people say it, it just is like chalk, chalk scratching, scratching down the chalkboard? Um, me even just describing that might have been your trigger. <laughs> um, when you hear people talk, and it's all generations. I'm hearing it not so much in our boomer generation, but definitely Gen Z going down. That word is is used quite a bit. I won't say more in what generation, but you'll know because you hear it. And I don't know what word is going to be next. I don't know what word is going to be the next buzzword that everybody goes to in their sentences. I know back in the 80s. Okay, so I lived through every year of the 80s, but I was an infant. I was a toddler in 1980. So Towards the end of the 80s, I would probably say stuff like, that was hella cool, instead of saying that was cool. Or 
I'm so hella hungry right now instead of saying I'm so hungry right now. So I've we're all susceptible to those trends. What's your favorite word, Charlie? Do you have a favorite word? You like you like T-Rex. I don't know if T-Rex is going to fit in our in our lingo. You like Lightning McQueen. He he his buzzwords right now are character names. Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And you love Mama. I love Mama. <laughs> Listen to me feeding words to my son. So, with that said, again, I want to know if you're able to, on your podcast listening device, um, able to leave me a comment. I want to know what your um, buzzkill word is. Let's call it that. Um, and I'll do an episode on it and do, a, I, again, a little bit of research and I'll give you my perspective about it. So with that said, let's take a quick little break and I'm going to come back and just kind of wrap up um, where we are in our um with COVID and politics as of January 8th. Okay. So with all due respect, don't ever get me wrong. I do believe that COVID is a real thing. I don't know. I can't prove if it was a man-made disease or if it was if it came from a bat, I don't know if we're ever really going to know the truth about it. Um, maybe some of you out there do know the truth about it and you have the, the, uh, research to prove it, but this is where we are today. We have a new variant called Omicron and it seems to be a less severe case of the COVID-19, the SARS COVID-19. And, um, people are experiencing flu-like symptoms. So now there's also been um, a case of COVID that I think it was discovered in France and they've named it like NH something. I don't recall. I'm not going to look it up. You can look it up if you, if it concerns you. And then in um, California, and I know this was elsewhere too, but in California, people are having the flu and then they're having COVID. So they're calling it Fluorona. So here's here's my take on us moving forward with this. I'm hoping that eventually COVID will either go away or just become a seasonal type cold, a less severe cold. It definitely mutated with every COVID shot that we got or booster shot that we got. It mute it seemed to mutate into a different strain and maybe if there was never any vaccination the um, COVID-19 would have naturally um, changed, mutated into something less severe like it is today. So who knows? We won't know. We we cannot know that because we intervened with uh, medical science. So now the Omicron is out and there's I know I, I this is what confuses me is that I keep hearing contradiction. I keep hearing in the media that hospitals are at capacity. I've seen actual video footage of people waiting in an ER um, facility and there's nobody there. There's no other patients being admitted and there's empty beds. 
And then I also hear that le- the hospitals are down in numbers with, with patients coming in because this is a less severe. And I don't know if you know this and you can Google, Google research it. I believe it's Medicare, but I'm not hundred percent certain. If your hospital has a COVID admitted patient that ends up on a ventilator that ends up dying, that hospital actually gets paid more money than if that patient would have come in and died of natural causes, like heart failure, I guess. I guess we all die of heart failure, but if that was their only preceding preceding cause of death, or maybe someone got in a car accident and died from their injuries, they the hospitals get more money for COVID-19 deaths. I don't know why. I don't know what the explanation is for that, but um, you just kind of wonder if... Um, all these patients that passed away on ventilators, should they really have been put on ventilators? I mean, there's this, there's going to be so many questions that come out of this 20 years from now. So in our county that we live in, we have about 800,000 residents, give or take. And there's anywhere from, I think there's like 800 positive COVID cases in the last week. And of course, those are ones that are reported. Those are not people. There's probably people that are taking home tests that might come back COVID positive. So our numbers are always, they're never going to be accurate. Never. They're never going to be. But here's here's the thing that I have a problem with, with our society. And it's coming from the government and it's going to trickle down, is that we are not going to be able to move forward without naming our colds. And I don't mean we as a society. I don't think that the society, I don't think the general public wants colds to be named unless that involves you. But there's not anything tied to COVID is going to have a name. But then after that, if someone comes in with cold like symptoms and they're the first person to have that strain of cold, it's going to have a name. And it just makes. It makes you, I don't know, I don't know what it makes you. It's, it kind of ticks me off a little bit because um, we're so susceptible to being told what to do and being, we're so susceptible to having our lives controlled that it's more, I, I feel personally, it's more controlling when a cold virus is named. Before COVID, you know, you had different strains of the flu. There's always going to be different viruses, but when you just had just the cold or just the flu, which I guess that's a name of of a virus, but they didn't rename the flu every year, at least not to us. I mean, the flu had strain numbers that they could call it something, but it wasn't publicized. It was just always just the flu, but now it's not COVID anymore. It's COVID Omicron or Omicron COVID, whatever. So they're they're changing the um CDC has changed what masks are good for you to wear um now that they've admitted that it's an airborne virus um they're changing the recommended time for you to quarantine and i know that there's so many people out there that are frustrated because i think like in the healthcare society they're being told that after you've had a positive COVID, you quarantine something for like five days and then you're allowed to go back to work. I believe, I would assume you would have to have a negative COVID test to go back to work, but you're still symptomatic. It's just, it's crazy. There's, there's 
so many things changing. It feels like on a weekly basis with COVID, our school district sent out a letter um, and they're saying, just in case we have to go remote, you know, be prepared. My child, my, my seven-year-old child has yet to do, since she's entered public school, has yet to do a full year of school in classroom. Um, COVID happened when she was kindergarten in the spring. So she was sent home with all the other kids to do remote learning, kindergartner doing remote learning from a child who, what she did like YouTube kids before, like barely any kind of, um, computer technology. And so there's, that's a whole nother topic, but here's, here's the question I want to pose to you. And this is coming from the government and this is coming from the media. This is not something that I made up, but we know now that the strain that is out, that is, seems to be prevalent, I guess, if they're genoming everybody, is that it is more contagious. It's a highly contagious virus now. It's, it's attacking everybody, but it's less severe. You're having more mild symptoms. You're having headaches, scratchy throat congestion. Um, I'm not hearing so much about fevers, chills, um, trouble breathing. I'm not hearing that so much, but so that's, that's the, the two main concerns with COVID right now, Omicron COVID. It's more contagious, but it's less severe. Tell me for you, which is more important? that it's more contagious? Is that more important to you? Or that it's less severe? Is that more important to you? I see that in our schools, um, school district letter to the, to the family members, they bolded the words more contagious and left out that it's less severe. So I can tell for me personally, my judgment is that they're saying that the more contagious part is more important to them without regards to it being less severe. So I'm literally sick of this shit and you probably are too. So thanks for listening to the adventures of living. We're on season three, episode one. I hope everyone has a happy new year and I hope to be doing these podcasts probably at least a couple times a month, if not once a week, that's the goal. And just remember, please be kind to your future self. Yeah.